And when it comes to Zach Wilson, like, I understand, again, he's in a tough spot. But when you're an NFL quarterback, you're going to face adversity a lot of the times. And after Sunday, based on his post-game press conference, Zach Wilson did not handle that adversity well. And I think this decision, it's going to show me a lot about him. Is this kid capable of bouncing back in the tough moments and learning and like, we'll see what his future holds because I, it's going to be Mike White starting against the Chicago Bears on Sunday. And I think it's interesting with him. He did play really well in his limited time last season. And then he got uh, hurt uh, during that Thursday night game against the Colts, where the Jets were actually winning at the time when he left the game and he hasn't played since. I don't believe he's been given a fair shot. I also believe the reason, or at least part of it, why Joe Flacco started this season, week one under center, when Zach Wilson was hurt, was because I think the Jets' front office, they kind of realized a little bit like, wow, Mike White, why does he look like the better quarterback than the kid we took number two overall in the draft? And that's a massive problem. And Joe Douglas has done a great job building this roster with a great defense. And even with some guys hurt, like he's done a great job building the roster. But if he didn't get that quarterback pick right with the second pick, then it almost leaves you wondering, like, okay, what's going to happen? And one last point I'll make, like, the fact that we're already talking about Jets quarterback options for next season, and when you tell any Jet fan, like, oh, Jimmy G, Derek Carr, they get excited because if those guys were under center for this Jet team, there's a good chance they're 8-2 and two right now. Well, quickly here, say before you get back in here, right, because I do want to pick up about the free agent class in a minute. I do – Want to highlight this point, though. I think if you're the Jets, there has to be a level of blame from ownership that has to be accepted. You talk about Zach Wilson, you know, not being accountable. I think that's what the organization should do as well, because you had the chance. You watched the tape. You had the number two overall pick. You could have got Jamal Chase. You could have got a bevy of guys. You decided that Zach Wilson was your guy. And for every Patrick Mahomes there is, because a lot of people – they see Patrick Mahomes and they want to build something similar to Patrick Mahomes. For every Patrick Mahomes, there's a Johnny Manziel. Okay, guys with similar skill sets that are on two different sides of the universe. Okay, and I think that when they was watching the film, they saw Patrick Mahomes. But in all truth, it might have been Johnny Manziel they were seeing out there. But it's not only a shot at Zach Wilson. I look at this quarterback class that he was out of and the highest QBR there from any quarterback in that class is Justin Fields. And that's number 14. That's middle of the pack. So that whole entire class has been abysmal. But, you know, depending on the situation, depends on whether or not a team will be more lenient with you and have more patience with you. Clearly, Trevor Lawrence is still living off his name in likeness, okay, being the generational prospect. Justin Fields has shown improvements. But I asked him to throw from the pocket. Okay, he's not going to be able to throw for the pocket. So I can see different sides of the spectrum. But at the end of the day, you are in New York. We know how the New York market is in the media. They will eat you alive. They will run you out of town. I'm surprised he didn't leave town already after last Sunday. But I do want to pick up with the class, and then I pass it back to whoever wants it. I think, Zach, you mentioned some good names, Derek Carr, you know, Jimmy G, possibly Lamar Jackson. Right, look around that situation. He turned down $250 million from the Ravens, said, I don't want your money. You got to come better than that. Maybe you look over there. Maybe, hypothetically, you go after the guy on my wall, the greatest of all time, Tom Brady, the guy that taught you, gave you nightmares for the better part of two decades. He's probably going to be, not probably, he's going to be a free agent. Who knows if he's retiring or not? 
I have my conspiracy theories on that. I don't think he is. You know, I think that relationship with Giselle and that breakup is allowing him to play more years. I think so, right? He's still on top of his game. Why not go up to him, you know, and try to go all in for that one or two more years that you have him? Listen, there's a lot of options. So because you have those options on the back end is why I'm siding with Zach here. You know, I think it's going to be interesting because if Mike White does play out and wins this starting quarterback job, then you have no choice but to just let Zach Wilson rot, I guess, on the roster or not sign him back or whatever. Because it gets to the point where they're talking about, uh, at least in the press conference, like, oh, we're willing to see, we're hoping to see Zach Wilson later this season. Like, what if Mike White wins out the job and just does lights out amazing these next couple weeks? What if he just wins the job completely and everything goes great? When, at what particular time does anybody want to see Zach Wilson after seeing if Mike White does the job well or if Joe Flacco comes back and he does the job well, whoever it may be? So it, it's getting to the point where it's like this is this has to be the, the that was the curtain call for Zach Wilson. Like it, it's done for him because if Mike White does well and they go to the playoffs, then why would anybody want to see Zach Wilson? You know, I think the only time you want to see Zach Wilson is if everything's going left again. If Mike White's not doing well, if Joe Flacco not doing well. If they're both putting on similar numbers with a high number of sacks, then maybe I bring Zach Wilson back in. That's probably the only way you bring him back in because there's no way if we're in a winning situation that you bring Zach Wilson back in the game. Yeah, and it's interesting. Joe Flacco is actually going to be active on Sunday backing up Mike White. So Zach Wilson will not be in uniform on Sunday, which I do find interesting. Quickly, though, I wanted to respond to one thing Will said when he mentioned uh, about the Jets front office and their organization taking accountability for really uh, drafting the wrong quarterback with the number two pick. And honestly, like, I think that's what this move is. They're taking accountability, saying, we screwed up. We took the wrong quarterback with the number two pick, and this franchise could win now. Everything is not about the quarterback right now. It's about putting this team in the best position to win. And I think with this move, that's exactly what Robert Sala did. And honestly, when it comes to Zach Wilson's future, like, yeah, it's concerning right now. There are a ton of questions, but I think me and every other Jet fan right now, they're just focused on – the Chicago Bears on Sunday and the rest of the season and hopefully getting this team to the playoffs for the first time uh, since 2010. I mean, look, to, to close, I think um, trying to take accountability, I see that side, but it's like the only thing you can say is my bad. Like, what else could you say? If Mike White turns out to be good and he wins games, then obviously that's going to be looked upon as a great organizational decision. But if he's trash, if he's not the Heisenberg of the NFL, if Joe Flacco can't get the job done, let's say if he comes in the game at some point because he's benched, then the only thing that's left to say to your franchise is my bad. I got it wrong. And that's that's your bad. And you got to leave it at that.